Welcome to Life Beyond the Limb. And now your house, my daddy, Kenneth Nelson. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Life Beyond the Lens. I'm your host, Ken Nelson. And on today's show, man, I got a guest. I got a guest. I got a guest on today's show, man. Paris Jones. How you doing, brother? Good, man. How you doing, man? Thank you so, so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, man. Thank you, man. The pleasure is mine, man. Um, before we jump in, I want to read your bio really quickly and then we can we can get right into it, man. So for those of y'all who don't who may not know who Paris Jones is, uh, Paris Jones is a New York native. Um, he has over 20 years experience in the entertainment industry. Uh, Paris was a part of the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute, and he was inspired to produce his own projects after seeing a lack of authenticity on screens worldwide. Um, since then, Paris is as an award-winning actor producer. He, he's um, created his own company, Paris Films. Um, he's created numerous films, television shows, commercials, and documentaries designed to leave a lasting impression in the mind of the audience. Paris, man, man, I'm glad to have you <laughs> on, and and we're just Thank gonna you. jump right into it, man. Um, I, you know, we we never. I think we we have, we met maybe. I think at the Detroit Film Awards. I think very yep, briefly. Was, yeah, yep, man. It was um. And it's, you know, it's funny, I was, you know, hearing about, you know, the projects and Sierra Brenda, um, you know, just felt like online, like looking online, seeing mm -hmm. the stains. And then when I was there, I was like, man, I definitely got to see this film because <laughs> of all the awards that it won. <laughs> oh, man. That was, so I was, I was like, shocked, man. I was I shocked. I was like, man, you know, definitely. Um, you know, I was like, this looks, this looks really good, um, the way it's put together and everything. So I was just like, you know, definitely want to, you know, check it out, um, you know, and at that time, but then I did get a chance on Prime. To oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, Thank you for watching it, yep. man. Thank you. Yep. No, that was, that was a crazy experience, man. Like, you know, because I, I mean, I, I grew up in Detroit, you know, been in Detroit, yeah. been acting on stage and, and, you know, went to Michigan State. And so I, I had never made a feature. I'd done, you know, short films, documentaries and, mm -hmm corporate stuff but that was my first feature so it was just it's kind of crazy man to, the, the reception that it got and it was a blessing man but i you know um yeah it, it kind of introduced me to the whole detroit film scene because i didn't really i wasn't in it yep. man and so but I, I got to meet um one of your guys andre ray i know he does a lot of yep. writing and, and directing yeah he's my partner in the company as well as mark but yeah um and dre yep and that's where you met him that night too right yeah what yeah you knew him beforehand no i met him that night because you, okay, guys, no, no, no. you guys got yeah. um, award for, for um, Elevated Remedies. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. So. We won a few awards for that. And that was that was a big thing for us, too, man. It was, um, you know, we kind of knew, uh, you know, a lot of people in the, you know, the film community. Um, a couple of other people that won as well. But it was still nice, man. I, I truly feel winning, award, you know, winning awards from your peers are, it's more of a special you know, feeling. Yeah, than just, no, definitely. You know, you know, of course, you can have some judges and stuff like that, but when your peers and other people are voting and judging the, the projects, I really, it definitely means a lot, you know, it, for it, you know, it being, because um, I believe that was the first year, right? That was the first yeah, year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so it being the first year and, um, you know, us, you know, getting that, that was, that was cool. Like I said, very, very special. Hopefully, um, I know based on what, what happened now, because it was a second one, I believe, right? But or, or didn't happen. I think so. The, uh, I don't I I thought I think it was online. 
I think they did oh, it was online. online. Okay, yeah. they did it I think online. They did. Yeah, I, I thought I recall seeing something. Definitely, I think something like that should keep going. You know, it definitely inspires other people, and it just gives record, you know, some good recognition. And that happens even on the bigger platforms at other awards. You get, you know, you get that, um, you know, you get a little bit of a claim. You get some some eyes on you. It starts to open up the doors. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. We definitely need more of that. Definitely, man. Definitely. So you um, are from New York originally, man. And how did you yeah. make your way out to Michigan, <laughs> man, from New York? Crazy story, man. Uh, to be honest, it's a crazy story. I met, um, so at the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute that I was, that I, you know, went to school um, at, I actually met a gentleman who was actually um, in my class or whatever, wanted to become scene partners. And he's actually from Detroit. So he was flying back and forth from Detroit to go to uh, to go to class. Wow. Yeah. So he was going to, you know, during the week and then fly back on the weekends. And he was actually working for an event company. Um, so the event company was doing the big bar and bar mitzvahs, the big weddings and stuff like that, you know, just like a party, mm-hmm. um, you know, like an MC for the events. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me and him became cool. We did a scene together and stuff like that. He's like, man, man, you got a great personality. I think you should, you know, come out to uh, Michigan and check out what I do. Because I was wondering, I was like, man, this guy's flying back and forth. What does this guy right, do? Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> so I was like, kind of intrigued by it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to come and check it out. Um, and then when I did, man, I was just blown away from it. Um, and the fact that, that it was still in the entertainment lane, you know, doing the events, hosting the parties, just getting everybody crazy, DJing, just really interactive entertainment, you know. Um, so I wound up coming out in 1999. Then I was going back and forth to class um, when I, well, I was still living in New York, just coming out on the weekends, doing these big uh, parties, doing these events. So I wound up becoming popular in the community, um, doing the parties. So I wound up just moving out here. Uh, because I was in demand, which was amazing. Um, so from that point on, just growing in the company, doing the events, I just wound up just making that full move, you know, out here. So, and, and you know, it was tough, because, you know, at that time because, um, you know, I was young, I was 19 years old, um, you know, and then starting to make make some really good money doing these events. And then as far as on my on the film side, uh, you know, uh, I was missing some auditions and you know stuff like that. I'm seeing my peers that I went to school with; they're starting to book stuff. They're starting to make some really, you know, segue into the game. And I was just like, man. But I was, of course, in my own right, doing what I was doing and becoming bigger and bigger in the community. And I was making some, like I said, making making really good money. But you know, I started to lose that void and like I mean I started to feel that void like oh man like these guys are you know they're doing it they hit me up like man what's going on man you know you're missing out and missing this and that and so I said you know what um I gotta start uh you know I started you know writing some uh like some short scenes and stuff like that uh putting that together and I said since I'm not out there I got to create something while I'm here, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, started putting, uh, uh, 
just some ideas together. Like I'm not the writer, you know, like I said, I'm just more of the, more of the actor mm -hmm. that was, that turned into a producer, forced to be a producer. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, I didn't want to wait for the opportunity. Right. And right. I couldn't be at an audition because, you know, I was getting calls. Um, I was submitting certain things like my headshot and everything. I was getting calls, but I couldn't be in Michigan at a drop of a dime. And then, you know, I wound up having my son, mm -hmm. um, my my oldest son, um, and you know, I have three I have three kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So seven. So, so your your one of your yep. your uh, middle son, and yeah, yeah, oh, turn it a cheek. cheek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. great, man. And I got a, I got a small little role in there. That's yes, good. yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but but yeah, it was um, you know, so wind up you know getting you know having a family out here so it just was like man um you know I, I just can't be in new york at the drop of a dime or in la i just can't do it so um i, I was like you know what i want to start putting some stuff together and then you know years went by and stuff like that and i said you know what i, I gotta put together my um you know you know my company i gotta put together what i want to see definitely like on screens and you know, um, where I want the roles that I want to see myself in as well. And I want to tell stories that I think is just not being told. Right. You know? So, so, so when did you, did you always want to act? Like, cause go back to. Yeah, that was number you, one. That was number one growing up. So yeah. that you, you did, you did stage or what led you to Lee Strasberg? So, so, well, from the beginning, beginning, my mom actually had a dance troupe. It was called Symbols of Love. And it was actually acting and dancing incorporated. So she would do like one woman shows. She had her whole troupe of, uh, you know, uh, you know, kids, adults, and she was doing all these plays and she was actually touring around the U S Wow! doing these shows. Yeah. And, you know, she would take me, my sister, of course, all around. And I kind of grew up watching the plays and, you know, um, I was just like, man, I, I, this is interesting. This is very interesting. And then I, I, I remember I was in the fifth grade. Um, she was doing another uh, one woman show, but she had, you know, a couple of characters in it, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, and she was saying, Hey, you know, do you want to, do you want to do this? Cause my sister was actually in it. My sister, a couple of my, uh, my cousins and stuff like that, they were in it as well. So, I gave it a shot and then that first show that I did, I still remember and then, you know, uh, it was, it was exhilarating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, this is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. This is what I want to do. So it was definitely stage first, mm -hmm. you know, and then um, going into junior high school in New York City, when you go to performing arts school, um, the one that I went to, it was actually, you take four of the, you know, like the elective classes and you, you know, they, they make you take art um, and then you have to do, you know, drama. Then you have to do uh, singing, you know, singing. Mm -hmm. And then it was um, dance. So you have to take all four of those, uh, you know, it was all four you had to take. And then in seventh grade, you get to pick the elective you want to do from seventh to the eighth grade. Okay. So I picked drama um, and, uh, you know, that was it. 
Yeah, man. I was the same, bro. I couldn't dance or sing. I was always like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it in theater because I'm not that. I don't have that threat. The dance, singing, acting. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I'm not and that I, type of threat. And I did musical theater, you know, um, but that was when I went when I got into high school. So in high school in New York City too, when you go to perform an art school, you have to audition to get into the high school. It wasn't about your grades, academics. They didn't care nothing about that. It was all about your performance. Mm. Mm. which was which was which is pretty crazy mm -hmm. you know um so i went to i auditioned for um it was two schools um that i that I auditioned for um it was professional performing arts school and then one was called uh, talent unlimited so okay. went there um you know auditioned it was great wound up getting in and um you know it was you know, drama, but when you go into the, when you audition too for the schools and the certain programs, you can't really perform in front of the big audience until senior year. Wow. But you can do, they did do um, small, uh, like classroom showcases, mm -hmm. but you couldn't perform in front of like outside, like the big, because they wanted you to be, they were, they were training stars, mm -hmm. you know, they wanted mm -hmm. to, and you know they really wanted to get you know everybody just ready, you know, because it's their brand, it's their name on it. Right, so right. That's how they did. That's um, interesting. That's how they wow. did it. Yeah, man. And a lot of you know people that are you know that went to the school is doing some amazing things right now. Yeah, know, a lot of them. But then I switched. I did go to um, in eleventh grade. I did switch to another performing arts high school. Um, it's called Public School Repertory. Okay. Now this school was um, very heavy in the performing arts, where it was six months of like no academics, just straight performing arts. Yeah, <laughs> some parents, you know, some people weren't for it, you know, but it was strictly academics, and they wanted, you know, they were trying. Like I said, a lot I'm of the, yeah. at that time too, um, and I think some of the schools are still doing it. They want to brand, they want to just make sure. Because you in Broadway, I mean, that's Broadway, you know, that's that's New York. So I can I can yeah. understand that. I can see, do they have like connections with like Broadway, like things like that, doing like internships uh, or or you could. I think, I think so. At that time, I wasn't thinking about it. You weren't it. thinking about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so young, but I think, you know, you know, they did. I mean, we had the mayor come out to see us, you know, wow. we had a lot of, um, you know, superintendents, a lot of people came to see us and a lot of like i said we were in like magazines that's like high school good. sports almost man like you know yeah, it, but like, it was yeah for crazy arts. Wow. because you know new york city sports is not as big as you know the, i think the other uh like states mm -hmm. stuff like that like new york city we just didn't have like we didn't have any football teams like that because mm -hmm. we don't in the city there's no State, like the right, so right. There was no football teams. It was just there was some good basketball teams, but nothing on the uh, like the sports side. So the performing arts is really big in the city. And the second high school I went to was actually on Times Square in New York. Yeah, wow. Times Square. Yep. Wow. Public school repertory, man. It was a, it was a, it was a good one. Met some, met some amazing, amazing talent there as well, and. Like I said, half of those people now are in huge, big shows right yes. now. It's just so. watching you, man, perform. Like I saw um, Elevated Remedies and I also saw 
there's another short um called foggy i think it was let me get it right foggy relations yeah and man the the, the acting it's just so natural in the sense and it's not natural like there are some things it's natural where it seems like people are ad-libbing kind of like you know where yeah, it's like yeah. oh but it's just i mean it's it's coming from a place of there's definitely training there and yes, and um it's so natural and just so good man and it's it's across i mean it's everybody that's in in the stuff that i've seen yeah. put out and so thank you man yeah, yeah i appreciate that we, we we you know as far as like you know the the prep and you know that's one of the the big things with us even when we bring talent on board you know we're just making sure the prep and doing you know doing the character story the character work is a big yeah. thing and um you know direct direction does play a big key as well you know but um yeah you know the prep prep is key yeah yeah <laughs> how much of that like with lee strasberg man like how much <laughs> What was that process going through that? What was that like? Because I know it's rigorous. Strasburg was, it was scary. So I didn't know anything about the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute bef like before I went there. I, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, you know, they actually, um, a friend of mine, which was crazy, a friend of mine, her name is Christina. She reached out. We were in high school together as well. Mm -hmm. She had reached out to me and said, hey, they're doing auditions for um the lee strasberg lee strasberg theater institute and it was like a program as far as they were picking like um i guess 10 kids mm -hmm. 10 people from the from the city like city kids you know from like the inner city mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um you know they're gonna pay for your tuition and everything because lee strasberg is expensive yeah <laughs> it's brutal yeah. it's brutal <laughs> yeah, i couldn't afford it yeah. at all um and they were doing um auditions so you audition you know you bring two monologues and then you audition in front of uh, anna strasberg lee strasberg's wife mm. and um so i just said okay cool they said they're giving us scholarships like i said they're going to pick 10 of the best kids in the city or whatever though so i wind up you know um doing it and um it was so crazy because, like I said, after the fact, and maybe I it would have I would have maybe had crazy jitters if I would have knew, but I had to do the two monologues. Uh, one monologue my buddy wrote, um, you know, um, he did it. He wrote you know, he wrote that for me, and then uh, I did um, another one that I did was it was um, I'm trying to get the exact. It was from Antigua. Antigone. Antigone, okay. Yep, and yeah, Antigone, like Shakespeare. I did a Shakespearean one. And then right at, so I had to do both of those. And then I did it in front of Anna. So, you know, after all that's done or whatever, though, we wind up, uh, you know, leaving or whatever, though. And then they gave, a, uh, gave us a call and they said you were accepted. Now, the crazy thing is, when I told people, like, I was accepting, remember, I still didn't really know how big the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute was. So I was just like, man, you know, wow, I got this scholarship, you know, to go after, you know, um, you know, after I graduate high school, uh, you know, I can go, you know, I'm going to go to this right to act, you know, right to this program. And then I remember talking to somebody, I think, it, I don't know if it was um, 
my uncle or somebody else, and I was like, yeah, I auditioned for Anna Strasberg. Like, man, wow, you auditioned for Anna Strasberg, whatever. And they broke down everything for me and all that. I was like, oh my goodness, because I would have had the jitters if I would have right, knew right. Wow. Wow. right there who, you know, it was. So I think it was great that I didn't know, mm-hmm. like how big the situation was, but it was, then when I got in there, it was, it was, it was mind blown, but it was very intense, mm-hmm. very intense. You know, as far as the, the teaching methods, every teacher was different, um, you know, from their methods, the way they taught, but everybody taught the method, method acting, mm-hmm. but the way they taught was just different. And, um, you know, everything I did before going there was in my, when I, when I, when I was actually at Strasburg, I was like, it was awful. <laughs> compared to like being there and then breaking breaking stuff down and right um you know it was just like i'm just thinking back just this fully now it was just the exercises that we had to do um it was like our exercises you know wow. sensory drinking from a cup yeah man yeah. yeah it was like an hour i remember like those just, yeah yeah you're just drinking from a cup and it's just they want you to smell the coffee feel the coffee and, then, and you know, I'm, I'm young at the time and I'm just like what is this man and let me ask you about them your mindset though going through this um you were one of 10 um kids from the inner city culturally how did that how was that like an adjustment for you and then the mindset going in an intense program like Lee Strasberg how did you approach that um you know I approached it so I was actually exposed to it of like i said being in new york city already because you know it's like a melting pot already um but you know just you know even my middle school was it was it was mixed okay it was every race was there chinese you know caucasian you know african-american you know every race was there so um i adjusted pretty easy to it now you know like my like, yeah, even my uh, my first high school I went to, um, no, yeah, I, you know, to be honest, yeah, my, even my first high school I went to, same thing, it was it was mixed. Yeah, and I, you know, it's it funny, mixed. I can see that in your work too, though. Like, yeah. I can sense that, and I, and I say that, I um, one of the things when I made Brenda, like, I wanted to make a film. I wanted, I intentionally wanted to be an all-black cast, but I didn't want it to, I wanted anyone to watch this family Yes. and feel like they really good, man. could relate, really good, man. you know what I'm yep. saying? And so when I say that, when I say that about your work, like I can just sense the the um, the spirit of that diversity and not even, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so- Yes, sir. Um, and that's yeah. what, and yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up and, you know, acknowledging that, man. Cause that's the one thing that we, we you know, at Paris Films, what we do is just making sure we get the message across and just showing human characters. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, you know, you know, and I, and I understand, I mean, it's funny, me and uh, Andre was just talking about this um, earlier in the conversation about, um, you know, I, I said, I told him, I said, I understand why, you know, when it's an all black film or if somebody does their culture, you know, it's because other places are not letting, you know, not telling right. So, it, you know, it's like, you know what, there's group, there's different filmmakers that, you know, feel like, you know what, I have to do this mm-hmm. because it's just not being told. 
mm-hmm. which and I, and I get it, you know, and and, and that's why, it, and it's understandable. We, different filmmakers are coming up with the different stories and telling them, you know, the way they are. You you watch a movie and you'll say, this is an all white cast and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's where the writers from. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yes. that's what the, the experiences are. That's what they see. You watch a film, all you know, if it's all Chinese, that's what they see. You know, that's what they're around. They, mm-hmm. it, they you know, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing with Latino cast. You know, if it's a a certain kind of movie, and that's the you know, that's what happens there. You know, and and for their story they're telling, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. I, and I know sometimes, like I said, and and for um, you know, the minority for the years, it was like, man, what, you know, you want to see yourselves, you want to yeah. see ourselves, yeah. stuff like that. Um, which we did dominate the 90s, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> you know, like, 90s was, I mean, it was crazy. It was beautiful, I, man. I was just having that, just, just talking about that, like, it, and it wasn't mixed, like, watching Lethal Weapon, and I tried to, and I use that one, too, because that's, like, my favorite, like, action, like, you know, movie with the sequels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have Mel Gibson, Caucasian guy, cop, boom. And you have um, Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. You know, and you see, you see these guys, best friends, whatever. You see this. Um, you see um, uh, Danny Glover's family in there. You know, you know, he's a cop. Same thing, showing you know, great family. You see his side or whatever, though. And the whole thing was just mixed. And I'm like, see, that's just. And the story was just a, it was just a great story. You were just captivated by the yeah. series and the story. Yeah. And it just wasn't about race. Right. Yeah. I think it changed yeah. later down the line because like I said, that was all of 2000 and I mean, I mean, all of the nineties, you know, I, yeah, like, yeah. I remember last boy scout. Yeah. Henry, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Like, it was like, you know, those were really, and, and you, you just didn't look at, it. you just looked at two great, you know, great characters and then, you saw that it, it was it was just never race and it's it it wind up like later two thousand you saw it was a big shift yeah yeah that happened so yeah you know and that's what we're just trying to we're trying to bring that back where we're just just human characters just yeah. you don't really see the race you just you see these two characters and what they're going through and we just want to tell you know real stories just yeah. stuff that people are going through stuff that you know we see and um, that's it yeah man no and and it comes through it definitely comes through like i said authentic and i and it like elevated remedies it's it's just powerful and it's and it's just executed with this beautiful simplicity too you know and it's like it didn't go over the top it was just like wow you're in the moment with these two guys and it it, it's just so real like you know and i and i and i don't know how to say it was just so real the way it was done you didn't try to do too much with it the moment, much, yeah, and it was yeah. Not, we were worried, you know. You know we yeah. were worried, you know, because a lot of talking, you got to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it, just yeah, talking. Yeah. And we said, um, okay, you know, it starts off. And another thing we talked about is like, you know, even about, like about race, whatever, and you know, with different characters and stuff like that. Automatically, this thing starts off with a gun in the guy's mouth. Yeah. So automatically, you're worried about the guy with the gun in his mouth. Right. You're not worried about what color he is. You're not worried about anything. Mm-hmm. God just has a gun in his mouth, and it's just like, wow. And then after that, it's just you're in, you're inside, you're in it. And then, you know, like I said, we try to start with the action like that first, and um, you know, they had a little, you know, a tussle back and forth, 
and then you know we we had to hit with the dialogue because like i said we 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 the projects that we do do we want to tell a, a we want to do a message and like a social issue you know talking about mental health you know we had a, a short about uh, mental health we have yeah. one about you know dealing with sexuality mm-hmm. with the lgbt community um you know subject matter this one is about um you know uh suicide and um and then we have one about um recovery and addiction as well mm-hmm. but we're like how can we do these films and not um make it like a psa and so you know so like like boring we said we got to do something to make this entertaining and really the the one that we we felt the one that we did it was with elevator windows yeah i think it was brilliant like man it was brilliant in a way that the the the, the guy with the gun in his mouth in the beginning it's like yeah. what kept like what kept me in there is like seeing him kind of work through because it was yeah. like he was trying to help the guy but you know yeah. that 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 um passion and that that he had to to get this guy from jumping he was talking to himself and i think that was just like just yeah. amazing to see that and then the twist in the end and, so yep. let me let me ask you to where i mean with all the project the need to tell authentic stories and these real stories where does that drive where does that come from was there something that happened in your life um, um yeah you know well growing up you know like i said I mean, everybody has their stories, you know, growing mm-hmm. up everywhere, you know. Um, I've seen a lot of different things, you know. Uh, but I think um, with with all of the stories, so we have a, you know, we shot a television show, like I said, about recovery and addiction. Mm-hmm. My thing is, you don't wake up um, a drug addict. Mm-hmm. You don't wake up a homeless guy. You know, you don't wake up just wanting to kill yourself mm-hmm. or doing, you know, doing that there's a story behind it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so my thing is, I always, I said, you know what? Even the bad guy, the bad guy has a story. He didn't wake yeah. up the bad guy. So that was always my thing. I want to, you know, um, you don't wake, I want to I wanna tell the bad, I, not that I want to tell the bad guy story. I want people to know that there, how did he become this, this character? Exactly, yeah. A lot of the movies, I feel, you know, they're not doing that. And it's so crazy. Like, I would say, like, Friday the 13th, you see that, you know, um, they drowned They drowned him as a kid. Mm-hmm. And now he's coming back to, you know, what he's doing, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That kind of gave it a good, you know, thing, even though the movie's not great. They didn't, you know, they just <laughs> made them, like, slacker, right. crazy films. But they could have really got in-depth with, you know, the story. Like, I know his mom really abused him, too. His mom yeah, was abusive right. to him. It's like he had this whole. His mom was the original killer. Yeah. In part one. Yeah. Which I didn't know until I saw Scream, and then they said that at the beginning of yeah. the, the story. But yeah, his mom is you know doing it. But even Nightmare on Elm Street, he's coming back to get revenge on the kids because the parents burned them alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I said they didn't really get in depth with the story. They just made it a slasher and crazy, but there's a story behind why these people are doing what they're doing. Yeah. So that's what inspires, um, that's what inspires, you know, me and the team and the, the, to look for the projects or create the projects that we're trying to, you know, to do and the story we want to tell, you know, yeah. is just how can we humanize these characters, make them, you know, you know, really let people understand them and then, you know, make sure we're getting a, 
a strong you know story put out there. Whether we're doing a comedy, a drama, a thriller, or a horror film, you know, mm-hmm. we're like we're, we have to add. It's got to have that. It just has to have that right message, and um, you know, just you know, just the real story. No, I got yeah. No, I, you speaking my language, man. Because that's that's I always say I've had this conversation multiple times about. Uh, I mean, I truly believe people. No one's born bad, and like you, you. It's yeah. all about your environment, how your environment shaped you. And then, you know, we make some, you know, we just make some choices that may not be the best choices. And we, we, we go left, man, when we should go right. And, but that doesn't, I mean, I just always feel like, okay, what happened to this person? And I want to be, can I tell that story? And how can I dig? And again, going back to Brenda, that was really like the mom, the dad. I mean, they did some horrible things as parents. They made mistakes, you know, choices they made. But then why did they make those choices? You know, why is he drinking? You know, um, yes. why, why is the mom, why did she do what she did with her sons? Like, where did that come from? Yes. Like, what was she struggling with? So I always try to, you know, um, build that foundation in characters. And because that's just, just human, man, we just... We fly. I don't know if you listen to man. Mike Tyson has a podcast that's just. Oh my God! Yes, I was just telling. I was just me and my boy was just talking about it. Like Mike is so man. He hits that so with. I wanted to tell his story, but man, yeah, I know Jamie. I've been been talking about that for the last six, seven years. Yeah, I was like, man, I want to, because Mike has some stories and what he says on like, you know, he went from being, you know, of course a kid in a rough area to getting, you know, becoming the world champion at such a young age, women, then, yeah. you know, drugs, going yeah. to jail, going all the way back to the bottom. Now he's, you know, uh, he's doing plays and, you know, now he's uh, back at the top, but he went through a lot, yeah. man, losing a his lot. kid. And it's, yeah. It's just crazy. It's, it's how, how transparent he is. Like, and it's like, would he just opens himself up and it's like, Wow. And I think just for for today, that's so important. Like for because you look at Mike, obviously Mike Mike was like the most feared dude in the world. Like yes, and then to hear him say, Hey, I was that way because I was scared. Because yeah, I hated it's crazy. Life. Like because I had to be I'm like, what? Like he it he says some stuff, but he was like, I couldn't spend my money fast enough. I was trying to give it away. Like and he just kept coming. I just kept getting more and all the women. I was just I wanted to to just feel this whole I'm like, yeah, man. I, I that's probably my favorite podcast um yeah. out now because he's Yeah, just, because you man. got to look at the guy behind it. Yeah. You, know? you got he's not playing games, he's and he's just talking real. You know, he's just like not playing around with people, doesn't you know, doesn't hold back. He's just saying, hey, listen, this is how it is. This is what's up. This is what's up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. No, Paris, like, I, I know, um, I know recently, man, like, I mean, you, you've been posting about your, um, you know, your, your fight with cancer, man. Yeah, and, man. It's, uh, and it's how, so- man, you know, I remember when, 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 when you posted and like I said, I didn't, I, I met you once, but I just, just following you online and like in that circle, just seeing your energy, man. And like, you know, you're just, <laughs> and so man, if you don't mind, man, just, you know, talking about yeah, that, when 100%, you, man. you got that news, man. It just, Oh yeah. It's, it's definitely a game changer. You know, I'm dealing with it every single day. Um, positive, you know, but positivity is key, man. You know, that's, I'm surrounded by an, an amazing group of people. Um, you know, like I said, I, it's 
almost been a year. Next month would be a year since I was diagnosed. Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed October 29th of 2019 uh, with uh, multiple myeloma, which is a blood cancer. Mm. And, um, you know, I when, when I was diagnosed, it's so crazy because I was actually in LA. I was out there for a month, you know, we had some meetings and stuff going on out there um, for our projects, you know, just getting stuff on, in motion. And, you know, just wind up having uh, like back pains. I was having back pains before I even went out there, mm -hmm. but it just started getting worse, worse every single day, every single day. And I'm just like, man, and then, you know, uh, like one of the days I just couldn't walk no more. Wow. But, you know, uh, blood coming out of my nose, my mouth, and us as men, and I say this, we don't like to go to the doctor. No. Nah. We don't like to, you know, get checked up. You know, I never got checked. Uh, I never, you know, I was never, I haven't been to the doctor probably like in 20 years. Wow. Before I got diagnosed. Wow. Now I'm in there every other week. Wow. <laughs> it, was a, it was a game changer slap up, but I became, you know, so right when I was diagnosed and then that situation happened, I be, I was paralyzed. Like literally yeah. I got paralyzed, like couldn't walk, nothing. It was because, you know, it attacks my, you know, the the bones and the, and the plasma cells mm -hmm. and it starts breaking your bones down. So I literally, um, I just couldn't move, couldn't walk. And uh, it was crazy. It was a crazy situation. Um, and that's the one thing, because I am uh, shooting a documentary because I want to put that message out there and especially, you know, for men and especially for men in, you know, the uh, black community. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, uh, it's very, you know, this is a very serious thing. And multiple myeloma is actually common in African-American men. Wow. And I never knew about this type of cancer at all. Never knew about it until, I mean, of course, I'm diagnosed with it. Um, but it just opened my eyes um, to a lot of, you know, different things. Everything could be going all good one day, and then the next minute, boom. It could just be, you know, I'm literally, my spine is, I'm still suffering from fracture, a fractured spine, you know, right now. You know, it's hard for me to, you know, I could walk. Everything is, you know, everything is good as far as me walking. But, you know, um, later in the day or half of the day, my my back um, just gives out on me. Brutally painful. Brutal. And it's, um, you know, definitely it, 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 it affects a lot of the things that I used to do. Yeah. You know, I'm, I was a, see, and that was the thing. I was a guy that was in the gym twice a day. Mm -hmm. You know, I was playing basketball, just very active, you know, and then, you know, now like doing none of those, it's, it just impacted a lot. Mm -hmm. So it just had me sit back to reflect and to, you know, um, you know, just think about everything, but God, you know, it was a plan as far as I was a guy that was just always on the go. God yeah. said, okay, yeah. I think you need to sit down. Slow down. <laughs> slow down and you know um you know you you gotta really sit down and just reflect on everything and you'll be good but you gotta you know so 
was there a moment like you, I mean, you just said God was like, you know, sit down and reflect, you're going to be good. Like, but early on, was there like a moment where you're like laying there by yourself with your thoughts? And like I said earlier, it's like, do I go left here, God, or do I go yeah. right? And left is like, man, forget it. Just forget yeah. it. How long do I have? That's listen, that right there was the, is the biggest thing. It's like when I heard those words come out of the doctor's mouth, it was like, that's all you that's all you're thinking about. You're like, how long do you have? And it's like, wow. So, of course, I'm thinking about the family. Yeah. I'm thinking about the kids. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to let this, um, I'm not going to let this thing be me. I'm going, I'm, I'm beating it. So I had to put in my, my brain, like, you know what? You know, uh, you know, of course, like I said, I was just like, I'm, I know I'm sick, but I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going through a little hurdle right now, a little mm-hmm. bump. I just got little back problems. Let mm-hmm. me just handle, let me just get that taken care of. You know, that's just stuff I have to put in my head and mm-hmm. make sure that I'm just gonna, you know, um, walk this, walk the straight line and just be focused on that. Because once you start putting any negative thoughts, it can just mess yes. you up bad. Yes. yes. You know, there's just many nights where I'm up, you know, I'm still going through that. Like I'm up late nights and, you know, I'm thinking about X, Y, you know, I'm just thinking about this, I'm thinking about that. You know, I'm just blessed to wake up every morning now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even though, I, you know, I was before, but now it's, I, I, I really feel it. Yeah. You know, I'm just happy. Yeah. To, I'm happy to be here, especially God giving me a second chance, mm-hmm. you know, after, you know, what I've been through. And I hope I, hopefully I show that in this, in this documentary, you know, um, and, and that's that coming out that's coming out um this year is coming out next year talk well, a little it, about that it, hopefully i, mean, I want to drop it this year it may drop in the beginning of next year um you know uh so just trying to get we're trying to finalize on some things right now it's like a mini doc um i just wanted to hit the point you know yeah i was up and down i was like i want do i want this do i want it to be a longer doc or do i want to make it i just want to really just make sure I'm putting the right message out there and, you know, hopefully I can inspire other people. Hopefully I can get some guys to go to the hospital after seeing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's definitely, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a definitely a game changer, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, for me, but now I'm, I'm working at a, a, at a different kind of speed now. <laughs> with projects that we have and what we're working on. I mean, you know, doing a, doing a lot of different things right now. And I'm, I'm excited, but it just put another fire up under me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause just, like I said, you just don't know. And just, yeah. How did that change? Like, you know, when you're viewing your work now, what is that? What, through what lens are you viewing your work now? <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I look at, I'm looking at everything now just more like all right this is great you know um put this you know we you know put this great message out we're doing this now I, you know it's more of like it's, it's weird though it's like now it's like i just i'm just trying i want to do so much more you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah you know i, I want to do so much more i'm just looking at it like you know wow this was just the the beginning this is this, this part now um i gotta tell like i said more more of these stories and of mm-hmm. course me being a filmmaker i said because some people will try to hide this 
you know, um, a lot of people have their, diag you know, their diagnosis, you know, look what happened with Chad, you know, yeah. Those, yeah. and that was mind blowing. That yeah. was, when I saw that, that hit me very hard. Yeah. You know, it hit me very hard as far as just like, I was 43, you know, I'm 41. Mm -hmm. um, he hit it from everybody. You know, nobody knew. Just Man. like, of course, his closest people. And this guy was still on set. He was still yeah. working and doing that. And I'm like, man, and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm kind of, you know, doing the same thing as just working, trying to make, get these projects together, packaging up different, you know, just, you know, doing everything I can and just not, um, you know, just sitting back like, oh, you know what? It is what it is. Let me just spend time with the fam and whatever happens, happens. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, nope, I'm working. I'm putting it together. Putting I'm it like, together. Yeah, just put it, like I said, a different kind of like, the speed on it. I'm just looking at it from that frame now. Like, and you got right. an even bigger, like, um, it's an even even larger, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, um, goal. Because, you know, like you said, the work that you're putting out, ultimately you want it to change people. You want people to watch it and be like, yeah. I can relate to that. I need to make some yes, changes. Sir. But now, yes, you know, you've had that extra layer of, you've seen, you're like, you've had that moment where it's like, man how much time like you just said yes, and sir. so now it's escalated it's 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 yeah. even more so yeah it's, i can it's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's deadlier now yeah like now i'm like i'm working yeah i'm just putting stuff together you know and what we do too like with us um you know as far as like even with the projects because we have our projects that we're doing and then we're collaborating with other talent as well mm -hmm. we're packaging up different projects just based off of the relationships that we've gained mm -hmm. um, in the past couple of years and um so that's you know that's a lot on me too to see certain projects that fit kind of what we're doing and then working with other producers based on helping them out with the marketing and helping other and helping out with distribution and stuff mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. so it, it allows me because you know of course creating something takes a while yeah, to, yeah you know and we're we're constantly creating you know packaging up projects and we do a lot of tv stuff too that we're you know um you know pitching right now to different networks and other platforms and stuff like that and then working with other projects as well um but you know yeah so that 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 kind of put a like made me push out there even more yeah to uh yeah. you know come up with more creative ways to just keep things flowing. No, oh, man. And, and it's, it's, so. Yeah. It's inspiring to see you, you're, you know, watching your social media and it's just like always this positive energy, man. And, 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 and so many of us, man, we, you know, and myself, like I, I it's like some things that, that will can knock you off track. And, and it's just like, Yo, like you, you gotta keep moving forward, bro. Like you gotta keep going, and, man. And I'm sure, man, that you got a wife that's there, 100 with you. That's that's pushing, yeah. like, man. I, I, you know, without my wife, man, I wouldn't be where I am. And so yeah. it's just, it's, it's yeah. like I said, just to see you, what you, what you're fighting, man. How you're fighting, and you're still pushing forward, man. Is inspiring. And so, um, yeah, man, it's it's definitely Thank inspiring, so much, man. It's. And like I said, the people around, the positivity is, is key, I yeah. tell people. Because without having a good support system, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, no. Because the nights, the time, you know, going to chemo, I was going to chemo every week. Yeah. You know, and that thing got in the beginning, 
that was the roughest thing ever, you know, yeah. going through that. And uh, then when they said my wife couldn't come anymore because of the Corona stuff. Yeah, that's the man. Myself. Yeah. So that right there was a tough, tough time. But, you know, wind up pushing through it made me stronger. Yeah, I was about to say me, that, man. Oh, yeah. Me being by myself there for, you know, three, four hours. Um, a lot of talking with yeah. God. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, great, you know, just being around a great staff, too. There was great people there that was good. But like I said, my support system, people hit me up every single day, you know, family, friends, you know, everybody sending me, you know, nice quotes and different things. And that definitely helps. Yeah. You know. It definitely helps. Even though they know I'm a positive person, they know still, hey, you could, uh, I, I know you're going through rough patches. Don't play games with me. Right, right, right. <laughs> They're like, I know you're going through this. I know, you know, I know you're strong, but, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, because there's times where I can't get back to everybody mm -hmm. because it's so much, like, mm -hmm. it's so much. And there's some nights where I'm in so much pain because of my, my, uh, my back where I, I'm just not answering the phone. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting down. I'm just chilling. I, I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, you know, I'm bummed out because, you know, uh, definitely like, you know, communicating with my people and everything else. But sometimes I'm just like, now nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate you. Um, just being open and, 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 yeah. and talking about it, man. Um, Got to man. Yeah, but you know, make sure I tell the story and help somebody else out. And yeah, you know, yes, man. And so, what is like you said? You got a couple of projects that you're you're working towards now. Is there any yeah. like new narrative piece that you know for the people that that you are um, working on? Um, like any feature work that you're gonna be doing? Yeah, coming so up? what we're working on, we got a couple of different things, you know, so for, real quick for Elevated Remedies, we are extending that into a television series. Oh, nice. Right now, yeah, so, um, man, we, it's we're really, really excited about that, uh, that piece. Um, you know, the pilot episode is done. We put together an amazing uh, lookbook, you know, uh, lookbook for it, and, uh, you know, just exploring the getting deeper into Darius's mind and mm -hmm. how all of this this came together. I just can't give so much out, but yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. How all of this came together between and then with Darius, and then you see what happens with um, you know Shane, the other character. Um, you know, that's the one that we're really, really, really excited about. Um, as we're like I said, we're we're pitching the networks, mm -hmm. um, you know, right now. And then, um, you know, I'm excited about, you know, I'm working with, you know, Paige on the Meet and Boom project. Yeah, yeah, man, that's looking great. That's looking it's, great, It's man. really, 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 really good. I think people are going to be blown away when they see it. Um, and, you know, came on that one more at the tail end of mm -hmm. the project. But I was so intrigued with what I saw. I was like, definitely um, want to, you know, come on board and help get it to where I think it can go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Um, you know, we have a uh, we have a lot. You know, we have a, a a suspense thriller. It's like a thriller horror project that mm -hmm. we've been in the works for a while with it. 
we actually had a situation um, with the company. Um, we're actually, you know, we're still working with them as well, but um, we were just in a lot of development with it. Um, you know, feature film, mm -hmm. you know, nice budget on a $3 million budget. Mm -hmm. um, we're just working on securing the other <laughs> finances for it, you know, so um, yeah, we're excited about that one as well. Like I said, it's a suspense thriller horror, but mm -hmm. it's got a powerful message behind it. <laughs> it's dealing yeah, with, uh, you know, uh, technology, how technology can be, you know, good and bad. Man, I was just watching a documentary on Netflix the other night about the, <laughs> yeah, about the, the yeah, about, yeah, the social dilemma. Yeah. yeah. And we're doing it with horror. So we have a, it's a, uh, it's a good story. You know, if you, if you actually go to the website, you can read a little blurb on it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, we're excited about that. So, you know, like I said, I, that's one of my main things, you know, um, like we said, just putting together some, you know, packages, like we said, we're just trying to tell some, some story, you know, some interesting, uh, creative stories that, like we said, people can relate to mm -hmm. real, you know, just human characters. And like I said, if we can put it in, you know, as an entertaining way, instead of just, all right, just trying to beat me over the head with this. Right. Point, right. You know, because that's what, a you know, like some of these films did, um, you know, a big one that, which was a massive, it was get out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Based on the message that it had, it was uh, a monster hit, mm -hmm. you know, but they did, they said, you know what, let's, we're going to make this, we're going to throw some horror with it. It, it. it was horror. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. was the way it was just executed. They had the message in it and everything. So we're trying to, you know, play a lane as well. Yeah, man. No, man, it sounds great, man. It sounds great. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to see, you know, these projects come to come to fruition and to see them and man, um, where can people find you? I know you have the website paris-films.com. Um, yep. And where can people find you? Um, and and uh, yeah, is there anywhere else where your work is? Well, um, so right now, I mean, you can find, I mean, you can on Facebook, just type in uh, Paris Jones, you can find me there. Um, and then you can look at, we're, doing, we're starting to do some cool things on our IG. And that's uh, just, you know, type in Paris Films on IG as well. Um, my IG is Paris underscore the movie on Instagram as well. Um, same thing on LinkedIn, just Paris, Paris A. Jones on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we have a lot of our stuff. It's, it's online on YouTube. Um, we have Elevated Remedies is on um, Prime right now. It's actually going to be on urban flicks tv as well um, okay soon um, it's gonna be there um but yeah for the most part you know we, everything's just online right now we're just trying to just get everything out there um, okay. you know so it's 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 going good though we're, we're excited so man just trying to uh work on getting on the bigger the bigger platforms right now yeah so yeah Man, y'all will, bro. Y'all will. Thank you, Perry, yeah. so much, man, for coming on. I appreciate you. you, bro. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you so much, Kenneth, for having me, man. Like I said, I really appreciate it. Hope to, you know, possibly uh, collaborate with you, work with you one yes. day as well. Yes, yes, and, I love uh, that. You know, so, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, once stuff calms down out here, we'll, we'll get together. And, yes. 
definitely chop it up man. i would love it man i would love that thank you all thank you thank you all for listening to the episode um i'll thank put you. all the links in the show notes for you all listening and, and you can go support paris and his team uh thank you all for listening and see you next week yep thank you so much everybody take care Kenneth. thank you thank you